Welcome to Water, Sunshine, and Shit, the weekly podcast of inner growth and empowerment. Listen in as Janet and I get real about self-accountability and self-awareness. We are here to help you adjust your dialogue and adapt your mindset so that you may change your life. Hey there, Blossoms, and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you, Janet. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to you, Natasha. Thank you very much. Um, I'm so glad to be spending my time with you today on such a very, very special day. It's a great day. Wonderful day. We actually um, celebrated last weekend with my kids, which was wonderful. I got to go to Massachusetts and visit my youngest daughter. And my son flew out from Colorado. So it was wonderful. So I'm just relaxing today and looking forward to our podcast. Yes. And rainy weather. So we were going to go to Ocean City, but we stayed home and hung out anyway. Well, I was thinking about all the, you know, the self things that we're doing. Um, I've had, you know, some challenges in my life, even just recently, where I've come to find that I need to forgive myself for things. Um, Sometimes it could be stupid to somebody else, but it's important to me. I would stress over it. And I would waste time and not be productive in ways that I should be. And long story short, I need to forgive myself for feeling that way having those feelings and, you know, start figuring out why I have those feelings and just dig a little deeper, crack open another level of myself, you know, see if I can grow from whatever this is that it's honestly on repeat. That's why I need to forgive myself because as soon as I forgive myself, I can move on. So I have found a wonderful information sheet um, provided by therapistaid.com. I can put this on the group. We can put it in the blog, in the description, however we need to. I don't know the tech stuff. I just show up for the fun part, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Um, Yeah, therapistaid.com. So I'm just going to jump right into it. The whole thing is let's just forgive ourselves, Janet. I'm sure you've got some things you can forgive yourself for, right? I absolutely do. And forgiveness is my second favorite F word. Ha ha ha. Because <laughs> um, it's such a very important thing. It's a, people think it's an easy thing and it's not always an easy thing to forgive ourselves or others. Um, So yes, I'm very excited to share. Yes, or everybody and an important one. I was just talking about me forgiving myself, but forgiving others. Yes. Yes. That's the other part of this. Okay. All right. Well, let's get right into it then. All righty. So forgiveness is a process where someone who has been wronged can choose to either let go of the resentment and treat the wrongdoer with compassion or they can hold on to those feelings of being wronged and they can allow that negative energy and those negative vibrations to fester over long periods of time. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, when we've talked about this before, when, when we hold on to anger, shame, guilt, resentment, for what either we've done or other people have done to ourselves. Um, That just doesn't go away. As we know, we've talked about before, it gets stored inside, sometimes in your unconscious, sometimes it manifests physically, but it doesn't go away. Um, We own those emotions. We end up owning them and they stay with us and have such an adverse impact on our health, thoughts, behaviors, and life choices. Well, that makes perfect sense as to why I feel like yeah. It's I mean, it's like, start doing, when, like yeah, when you, ref, when you refuse to forgive, it's like drinking. I, I, I read this thing. It's like drinking a glass of poison and waiting for the other person to die. Uh, you know, it, and that makes sense to me. I had to read it like three times. I'm like, wait a minute, what's that mean? 
but I understand now it's eating you up inside. It doesn't eat the other person yeah. up inside. Yeah. It's eating you up inside. So I found yeah. that really fascinating. Exactly. And that goes into deepening the understanding of forgiveness. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to forget it. It doesn't mean that you're condoning the wrongdoing or granting legal mercy or reconciliating or reconciliate, reckon, come on, girl, reckon, reconciling. Thank you. Reconciling a relationship. Whatever. I think it's right. I'm not even sure, but we're going to go with it. Go ahead. If somebody wants to correct me, please feel free. I'll probably still say it wrong just to let you know. Forgive me. <laughs> great, great one. Hey, it's Mercury retrograde. Oh, no. oh, we're all good. We're getting off topic. That's, that's our enough. We're going to do it. Okay. So we're not condoning. We're not, we're not okay with it, but we can forgive a person while still no way believing that their actions are acceptable or justified. We can forgive and still believe that they were wrong. You're wrong. I believe that you were wrong. I do not condone those actions, but you know what? I forgive you because I got shit to do. Right. Because forgiveness is taking back your power. Basically, it's, you know, it's kind of saying, I will no longer allow what you did to me to affect my health, my thinking, my choices, my decisions, and my behaviors. I will no longer give you the power to control who I am, how I think, and how I behave in the future. I take responsibility for all of that now. So that's what forgiveness is. It's taking back your power that, yeah. you, that, that you let go of. Yeah. And like you said, it doesn't mean that that's saying the person was correct in their behavior. You're not condoning it. You're not excusing it. No, not at all. And that goes for ourselves as well. Yes, exactly. I was just thinking, so if I'm talking about me, yes, girl, I forgive you for maybe uh, losing your temper or getting yourself a little upset over something that you couldn't control, but you were able to maintain good emotional control and forgive yourself for having those things or those thoughts and doing those things and feeling those things. And that's okay. And I forgive you and I forgive me. Yes. So simply saying the words, I forgive you or accepting an apology, say it out loud to yourself, write it down, burn it, you know, whatever, bury it in the ground. Forgiveness can occur without ever speaking to the wrongdoer. This is for you, not for them. It is not for them. This is for you. So it's an emotional change that occurs within the person who has been wronged. The wrongdoer does not give a shit no. if you forgive them. Because they're going to be doing wrongs for forever in all the wrong places. That is right. And we're all in charge of our own bubble. Yes, we are. And I like how you said, um, you're talking about burn that stuff, let it go, bury it. I love rage letters. Rage <laughs> letters are a thing. You know, write it down, write it down. All that hurt, anger, you know, cuss them up. <laughs> yep. Let them know what you think. Get it all out on paper. Have a ritual ceremony and burn that thing. Just let it blow in the wind. Like you said, just let it go. Burn it. I love rage letters. I've written quite a few in my lifetime. Um, that sounds incredibly healthy, just like physically raging, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in a healthy environment, you know, like one of those places you pay to go bust <laughs> stuff up. I want to go to one of those who wants to take me. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like the emotional way of raging. And I absolutely love it. I think I'm going to try it one time. Yeah. It might start to get a little more if you're doing the axe throwing, that might be a little stretching it. You know, I'm sitting there visualizing who I'm throwing the axes at, but yes, anything like that. I used to go outside with, I used to buy a plates from the thrift store, like just buy dishes and I'd take them outside and throw them against a tree because I didn't care if I broke them or not, but that was the way I could get my rage out. I just went outside. And I started like chunking stuff at trees and busting it because I didn't want to clean it up inside my house. So I go outside and do it and then clean it up outside and throw it away. It's actually super clever. <laughs> 
right. I don't know. Well, I feel like once I would do that, I'd have to make a piece of art out of it. Like I would pick up all the pieces and then like maybe make a fairy garden out of it or something. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my neighbors kind of wondered what was going on. They never asked. I'm, they wonder. might have been a little scared. <laughs> Let them wonder so they can <laughs> forgive you, um, which forgiveness is the decision to overcome pain that has inflicted or that was inflicted by another person. So you're choosing to overcome what makes you feel like shit because somebody else did that to you. Uh, so you're going to let go of your anger and you're going to let go of your resentment and you're going to let go of the shame. We get shameful hard to forgive somebody where we feel shameful for doing something or not doing something avoiding something and other emotions associated with an injustice even though they are reasonable feelings they're reasonable they can also as easily as they are felt they can easily be let go they can be uh, and you know when you're treating the offender with compassion even though they're not entitled to it. That is a humbling step I've had to learn. To be able to sit in the same room humbly and maintain emotional control with a person that you know has done the wrong thing to you and to just be okay. And to be okay, because what isn't forgiveness? Right. And like you said, it's about having your power, you know, when you're sitting in that room, that is hard. I mean, that is humbling and that is hard. Um, offering compassion to somebody who hurt you or wronged you is very difficult for a lot of us. Um, I struggle myself. I still have things that I know from my past I have to forgive that I've, I feel like I've kind of not really made peace with it, but I'm come to terms with it. But when I think about offering that person compassion, I can't, I have to, can't lie and say, I'm okay with that. I still get a little bit of, eh, I don't know if I'm quite there yet, um, but I know it needs to be. I know it needs to be there. Right. And I know I'm not going to reconciliate, repair. I'm not going to go back to that. Once, like, people are going to be themselves a thousand percent of the time. I think I've said this before. They're going to do them all the time. So if I already know that they are making me feel this way, I'm not going to try and mend a relationship that is going to potentially make me feel even worse. You know, I put all the work into the friendship at first and then the negative thing happened. And then to patch up that relationship that's a lot of work and especially if you know depending upon the person we kind of are all replaceable there's a lot of us here you know right just saying but you don't have to forget the injustice and you're not condoning you know like the negative behavior even though they did it you don't have to be like oh well i guess it was okay no no nope you did nope I'm holding you accountable within my reality. And then now I'm setting a boundary. Right. Just because we're saying that you have to forgive somebody doesn't mean you have to keep somebody in your life, especially if it's a toxic situation or one that brings you down or a negative energy around you, lowers your frequency, your vibration. Um, unfortunately, we do know there's times when it's not possible to remove somebody from your life who has hurt you. Um, maybe because they're, you know, a close family member, you know, within your household, somebody you work with. I mean, we do have choices, you know, get another job. That's not as easy as just saying, you know, now I can just quit their job and go find another one, especially nowadays, you know, things are just so crazy and expensive, but um, by all means, I'm not saying, you know, remain in a toxic relationship with someone, be it, you know, romantic or friendship. Um, we're not saying that at all. We're not telling you to forgive and let them continue abusing you in that way. Nope. No. And if you feel like you're stuck, get help. Absolutely. Reach out. Help, just message us. Message us. We will send you in the right direction for help. Yes. Yes. Please. And so. forgiveness is not <laughs> and one of my things I'll share real quickly before we get moving on. Um, forgiveness doesn't mean letting go, but wanting revenge, like secretly hoping something really bad will happen to that person. Um, my, uh, 
my ex-husband, I was married to a police officer many years ago, and he was not a very nice person. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you that there was many nights I would lay on my couch and just visualize him getting into a car crash or, you know, something bad happening to him. Um, We're not defined by our thoughts. Exactly. Uh, It came from a place of hurt. And when people are hurt, they tend to want to lash out, of course, and want somebody else to be hurt. And I did have to let go of that need for revenge or secretly wanting him to fail miserably at life. Um, and, and, and I have, I'm very proud to say that is one thing I, I did come to terms with. I let go. I did forgive. Um, I very rarely even thinking of them anymore, except for when I'm talking to other people to try to educate them on, on things. So leading into the four phases of forgiveness. Now on this worksheet, this is what grabbed my eye because this is four things that are very easy to remember. And I feel like if you practice it enough, it'll become habitual and you won't have to think about it. Um, I will need some help from our listeners because I need one of those things. I know Janet can see me. I need one of those things where I use the letter of the word that I need. You know, what is that called? It's like you use the same letters as like the four phases, uncovering, decision, work, deepening. But I would say four different words to remember that order. What is that called? Oh my gosh. I'm having a mind. Oh no. Okay. Somebody's got to tell us. Yeah. The only thing I can think right now is acronym. Is that the right word? I'm not sure. Acronym sounds right. I don't know where to look it up, but I know what you mean. Yes. A little catchphrase to help remember each of these words. Yes. Thank you. I could not get the words out. Yes. Um, Mercury retrograde communication. Okay. I'm telling you, (laughs) it's a real thing, folks. So let's talk about the uncovering phase. We'll touch base on all four quickly, and then we'll break them down. Um, The uncovering phase is during the first phase of forgiveness, you will improve your understanding of the injustice and how it has impacted your life. The decision phase. And during this phase, you're going to gain a deeper understanding of what forgiveness is and make the decision to choose or reject forgiveness as an option. Third phase is the work phase. During the third phase, you will start to understand the offender in a new way, which will allow positive feelings toward the offender and yourself. And that will bring us to the fourth phase, which is the deepening phase. And it's during this phase that you're going to further decrease the negative emotions that's associated with the injustice. And you may find meaning in the experience and recognize ways in which you could grow as a result. And we've talked about that before, learning from our experiences, using our hard times to grow, make us stronger to learn from it because we know that's our journey. Awesome. Um, Okay, let's start with the first one, uncovering phase. So this is, we're gonna understand the injustice and how it impacted us. Okay, Um, this is a journal prompt from the worksheet. Describe the injustices you have endured, what happened, and why was the treatment unfair? So this could be something that has happened out of your control, most likely. Um, Something unfortunate happened to you, car accident, you know, whatever. I'm going to talk about my sobriety journey and The injustices that I endure, I was enduring was the world was why I felt the way I felt. It was everything happening around me, the people, the, you know, the events, the daily life. It was all of that that made me drink. I still go back through on my Facebook and I have um, proof that I am just like alcoholic AF, you know, just, Hey, this sucks. Might as well drink about it. No, bitch. You got to figure out how to find the solution to that. That's what you got to do. Okay. So I've endured all these things 
because of the world. What happened? Well, I got intoxicated, probably said some ignorant shit to somebody and ate something and fell asleep. You know, I wasn't making, I wasn't setting goals. I wasn't planning to have my own business. I wasn't creating a strong bond between my husband and I and my son and I. I am so lucky they are both still here in my life. I would not be myself without them. So what happened? I was destroying shit in my life every day. And why was this treatment unfair? Well, because... I didn't know how to fix all of my problems because I was just worried about fixing this. I got to fix this. I got to fix this. This is so unfair. I got to, now I got this. The world's caving in on me. Oh, this dude, this happened and this. Okay. So that's all that's unfair. We're understanding what about me? (laughs) Feel free to comment. That is what I would put in that prompt. You choose what you would like to choose. So how have the injustices affected you? And it gives you an example of some things to circle. Um, And you can, there's an option to add. So these injustices affect me. I had painful emotions. I changed my view of the world, changed behavior, cognitive rehearsal, practical cost, physical harm. No, I was not violent. I was not a violent person to myself or others. Um, However, you know, I drove a car a lot, which was just as dangerous, just as dangerous. I'm so grateful every single day I wake up knowing that I will never get a DUI again, ever. Not again, I've never had one in the first place. Let me clear that up. I will never give myself an opportunity again to get a DUI. How about that? So um, I spent a lot of money. Alcohol costs a lot of money. I don't know if any of y'all smoke cigarettes, but dang, that price is ridiculous. 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 But alcohol was just as bad. So now I'm uncovering why I feel this way. Oh, the world's doing it to me? The world's making me drink? I don't think so. So that brings us to the next phase, which is the decision phase. And it's during this phase that you're going to gain a deeper understanding of what forgiveness is and make the decision to choose or reject forgiveness as an option. And Natasha's got us a lot of worksheets that we're going to be posting to the uh, website, the website group. But I'm going to give you one of the couple of questions that's on the worksheet with the decision phase. First and foremost, I guess the most important thing is you have to decide what forgiveness is to you because forgiveness is different for everybody. I mean, forgiveness has, you know, one meaning, but what it looks like to you is different than what it may look like to other people. And many people struggle with that decision to forgive because they know that you have every right to be angry while the offender does not have the right to kindness. I mean, Making the decision to forgive means letting go of those resentments and you have every right to hold on to them, but it's going to cost you in the long run, physically, emotionally, mentally, that person hasn't given a second thought usually about what they did to you. They're living their best life. It's you that is going through the self-torment because you can't let it go. You replay it in your mind. Uh, you, you talk about it to people, you just can't let go of what this person did to you. So you should make a list. What are the pros and cons? What's the pro of deciding to forgive this person? What's the con of deciding to forgive them? What's the pro of not forgiving them? And what's the con of not forgiving them? And then you just kind of take yourself a little bit deeper. Um, even if you haven't made a decision yet, if you're going to forgive or not, just take a moment and describe how things might look differently in your life. If you did choose to forgive, what would that look like to you? Just close your eyes for a moment and just think about how your life would be if you didn't spend that energy 
thinking about the person or the situation, talking about it. Your health may improve, your, your relationships may improve. So the decision phase, you know, it's not something to enter into lightly. It, it's not a quick decision. It's something you should really, I mean, forgiveness is tough. Uh, one of my hardest things is self-forgiveness. That's something I'm still working on. I find I can actually forgive others more easily than I can forgive myself. Um, I am right there with you, Janet. It is much easier for me to forgive others because in my mind, I just like burn a bridge or like pop the relationship bubble and yeah. it's gone. But with myself, you know, I have to live with me every day, all day long. There's no escaping it. Right. Now, so, one of my, I think my biggest struggle with self-forgiveness comes around my children. Uh, I had a hard time coming to terms with, I was in a lot of, you know, I was raised in a traumatic, toxic childhood. So I adopted those behaviors and survival skills, you know, that perception versus projection. And that's how I became a parent. You know, I wasn't taught, I didn't have a good model as a parent. I had no clue. And, you know, two years ago, when I first started doing my shadow work journey, one of the first things I had a very difficult time. In fact, it threw me into a bit of a depression for a while was coming to realize how I damaged my kids inadvertently. I mean, I, you know, absolutely loved them. I didn't beat them. I, nothing like that, but my emotional instability as far as relationships and, and my perception and survival skills, you know, it damaged them. And I know it did, you know, I don't, that took me a while. And even though my kids, you know, you know, mom, we know you did the best you could. We understand what you went through, what you were struggling with. It, it's hard to internalize that and forgive yourself for not being the parent that you thought you should be for your children. So that's, it's a work in progress, but I'm getting there. Awesome. Um, thank you for sharing about your decision phase. I like that, um, you know, we can, talk about the same thing, but we have completely different perspectives that are actually quite relatable to just regular women like us trying to live one day at a time. Let's move on to the third phase, the work phase. So this is where we're going to start to understand the offender in a new way. So the person who really upset us and did us wrong, we're going to start to understand them and we're going to allow positive feelings towards the offender and ourself. So my positive feelings toward them is just accepting them for them doing their best because that's what we're all doing, right? Nobody's just going to be like, you know what, Meh. I, I just did shitty today. You know, this is, this is what, I, and, and if you do, that's okay. However, I think that learning to be okay with them being themselves. And those are the decisions that they made. And yes, you have to live with it, but like they really have to live with it. It's easier for you to kind of just erase what they did to you than to have to erase what you've done to yourself, which is where, you know, I struggle. So I am kind of my own offender in this example. I offended myself for years. I inflicted all kinds of <clears throat> emotional damage to myself. So understanding the wrongdoing the offender did and, and being aware is an important part of forgiveness. And even though it's stressful, you can understand that forgiving yourself and or others could be a release of anxiety and depression for yourself. It won't come instantly, but if you pray on it and meditate on it and have intentions by believing that the wrongdoer did what they did to you and you are still okay and alive to keep making decisions to better your life, no matter what they did, use that power for yourself. Like take your Superman kryptonite and turn it into, you know, I don't know, bouquet of flowers and get some positivity from it. 
we can't have anything without negative and positive. So we got to work through understanding how to work with the negative from the outside and from within. So here's a prompt that the worksheet suggests. Um, what was life like for the offender as they grew up? May this have impacted their behavior? And I could be the offender in this example, or we could be talking about somebody else. So if you put yourself in a position to think about somebody who's wronged you, let's just do that. It's easier for us to think about somebody else. Think about this person that wronged you. Do you know anything about their childhood? Do you understand how they were raised? Do you understand how any type of childhood trauma that you don't know about could be affecting the way they have chosen to treat you? Can we come, can we be okay with not knowing that maybe something really bad did happen to them or they did experience something that wasn't so happy and it was out of their control and now they just, what is the word, Janet? Like they, they, they're carrying it with them would like learn behavior, but that's not what I'm looking for. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think for a moment. Okay. Um, but just not knowing how they were raised and, you know, we are a product of our environment. So were they brought up in a happy positive or negative, you know, that could all contribute to the way they treated you and that, and when we work on understanding the offender, we're putting aside our own feelings and starting to absorb maybe empathetically what this offender is really about. You know, maybe not just necessarily the action that happened to us, but what are they really about and why perhaps did that happen? And can we empathize? Uh, another prompt was, was life, what was life like for the offender at the time of the offense. So what was going on in their life? Do you even know what was going on in their life or were they just driving down the road and cut you off? <laughs> can you forgive them for that? You know, it can That's be as simple, you know, as simple as, you know, oh shit, I'm late for work. I, I, you know what, this guy's gonna, he's got enough room. I'm gonna cut in front of him. And here you're like, oh, F off buddy. Like you don't even know how to drive. Seriously, like what if you don't know what the day's like for them? And in perspective, the guy doing the cutting off could be a little bit more courteous to the person driving down the road and where their day has been too. <laughs> exactly. And when we're, when we're talking about that, it's interesting because um, one of the, think, thankfully, one of the new perspectives with school bullying is paying more attention to the bully himself, uh, not always just giving negative consequences, but you know, a large majority of bullies come from really bad homes and they come and they act out to other people because they don't have that power at home. They can't defend themselves at home. Um, they're usually bullied at home as well. Um, so the next time, <clears throat> excuse me, that, you know, your kid's being bullied or, you know, run into a bully, you know, I've really learned to kind of just let that go. That does bad stuff bounces off me now. It doesn't even bother me, but it gives me a little bit of compassion because for that reason, because I kind of keep in my head, you must have a really shitty life. You must exactly. have a really, yeah. For you to be that nasty and unkind yeah. and don't know any other way. And mm -hmm. you do get to a point where you can feel compassion and almost sorry for them that they yeah. have to live their life and yeah. you don't have to be a part of it. And that's the great thing because you get to remove yourself. They can't yeah. remove themselves from themselves. So yeah, and we're, that's working on understanding the, or forgiving the offender, you know, because he might be, she, they might be put in an environment that is just super toxic to them. And, and you're right, they, they can't get away from it. So you're kind of the one that they spew it on. So it's up to you to protect yourself and understand and be empathetic towards the offender. Um, and this is where you can list your feelings that you're currently having, which is where we were talking about, uh, what is it, aggressive journaling? What did yes. you call it? Rage yes. letters. Rage <laughs> letters, yes. Aggressive journaling. Yes, this effing blah, blah, blah. Made me so mad. Yeah, put it on paper and get mad at the paper because you're putting it out there, you're seeing your feelings, you're acknowledging your feelings. 
you know, they could be positive or negative. Like, let's write both. Let's make ourselves vulnerable to the offender by ourselves in our own um, emotional bubble. And let's, you know, do we have any positive feelings about this person? Do, can we, can we empathize? Can we love them still, even though they made a mistake to upset us or not even a mistake, they made a decision and had a choice to upset us, whether they knew they did it or not. You know, we're really putting, making ourselves smaller and humbling ourselves to forgive somebody, you know, because it's for us. Remember, it's not for them. It's for us. So um, list any positive feelings you have towards the offender or just describe your negative feelings and, you know, give it some time, give it like a day or two and then come back and recognize like, did I allow those feelings to take too much time and energy out of my day? Am I still allowing it to happen? Because I'll be perfectly honest. Um, there's been a person in my life who I had to cross paths with on a daily and I didn't want to, but I had no choice and I had to tolerate it. And I had nothing but negative feelings. And I tried really hard to see the positive in this person. However, the negative was overriding the positive. It's been months and I've finally come to terms with you know, I visualize, I visualize myself tapping her on the head with my hand gently and just saying, you're doing your best girl. And I accept you for that. Have a good day. That's how I get through it. Every time I have to look at this person, I envision myself saying that, doing that. And then I move on with my day. And it is then just the thought and a feeling and is let go. And I don't, I don't have to do it. So I'm working on forgiving my offenders. It's great. And I know we had a few comments on our Facebook group page uh, under the post that you did about forgiveness. And I know um, holding grudges, you know, we had somebody admit that they're a grudge holder and uh, that that's, that is hard. But when you think about it, how many years do some people spend holding a grudge? I could say years. I've done it for years before. Years. I will no longer do it now. Yeah. And most of the time, the person that you hold a grudge against does they're not even aware that you're holding a grudge. They could care less. They don't even change. No, they don't even change. You're sit back mad stewing over something. First of all, they don't even think about. They are not even thinking about you being mad. They're not even thinking about you holding a grudge. You're doing that to you. How, how hurtful to yourself. Right. And hol holding that grudge takes up space not only in your mind, but in your energy. And it blocks you from being able to receive the more, more abundant and positive things that are just waiting and knocking at your door to get there. Hello, we're waiting, but you've got all this, all these grudges and stuff, just taking off chunks of your energy, blocking it off and just got to let it holding go. Up. You're holding yourself up. So let's move on to the fourth phase where we're going into deepening. What do we do now? Well, we're going to just, like we said, start digging those layers off, get a little bit deeper. And this is usually comes after you've done the work with the other worksheets, the other phases. And like we said, it's not something you're going to sit down and do in one day. You know, you take that first phase and you work on it for a while. You meditate on it. You pray about it, you know, journal about it so you can reflect. So when you finally get to that deepening phase, you're just going to further decrease that negative emotions associated with whatever injustice was done to you. It's like finally taking away that last little bit, that last membrane that's holding it all together. And we're just going to slice right on through it. Uh, you may start to find meaning and recognize ways in which you've grown as a result of the process that you've gone through of forgiveness. Um, one of the questions that it has on the worksheet is how have you benefited by forgiving the offender? Consider how it's affected your emotional health, any behavioral changes that's resulted from it, and be specific. Really sit down and think about it. Uh, like you were talking earlier when we were discussing, you know, Natasha and always Natasha and I always chat a little bit before we start our podcast, just kind of each other's day, or we vent a little bit if we need to. Um, but she would, her and I did, I'm going to share if you don't mind. Uh, we, we did an egg cleansing, yay, for the full yep. moon this week. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, you can just Google, 
you can go ahead and look it up. Um, we may end up discussing it on one of our future podcasts, actually, but it's a type of aura cleansing, energy cleansing uh, ritual that's very old, uh, been practiced in many cultures. And so we, sh- she shared with me before the podcast, how much lighter she felt letting go of some of that negativity. I mean, a physical, physical feeling. I got nauseous with mine. I got queasy when I, I had gotten mine. a headache. Yeah. And that was one of the, one of the things with the, the dark one I told you about is you will get a headache as it's releasing. I got nauseous and that's, I have a lot of GI issues. So that's naturally makes sense that I would become nauseous because that's where I, my solar plexus is where I hold a lot of my negative emotions and, and energy. And it affects my GI system. As I said, I was in the hospital for a week because of it. And the doctors cannot find any physical reason. So they're just looking at me like, we know it happened. We saw proof of it, but we don't know where it came from. I'm like, I do, (laughs) you know, (laughs) my energy is pretty jacked up. So evidently I got some more work to do to get it cleared and let go some more stuff. So I need to dig a little bit. I'm going to do this myself, these worksheets. So I'm very excited. Oh yes, me too. And I'm going to give my, like Janet said, I'm sorry, but like she was perfect. Like meditate on it. Don't put your, don't put pressure on yourself to do these worksheets, put them out like next to your bed at night or next to your microwave while something's heating up. Give yourself one minute. I mean, just one minute is a lot of time to think you can do, have a lot of thoughts in just one minute and give yourself a chance to write something down on this worksheet. Okay. It's all for progress. And if you want to keep it, keep it. If you want to set it on fire and manifest it, I don't care. You can watch your, pro- I'm going to keep it to watch my progress. That's what I'm going to do. God, Janet. Sorry. I know. That's great. Yeah. Just going along with it. You know, once you're it's an ongoing process, you know, you just can't forgive once, but when you learn the art of forgiveness, it kind of, ends up covering everything so that you don't individually have to forgive moving forward each person because you've learned that your worldview changes and that's our next uh, prompt on the worksheet is take a look and see how you now view the world differently Um, I know I do I'm much stronger than I used to be Uh, when I when somebody says something mean to me or or I see other people even just watching tv shows we all know that Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing going on right now is absolutely horrendous. And it, it's kind of a mockery. I mean, it's just, it's a shame. It breaks my heart watching it. I know there's parts of it that is funny. I've seen the memes all over Facebook, all the TikToks. But when you get down to it, it's just, it's, it's just a shame that two people have allowed it to get to that point where it's become a, a mockery like that, a public mockery. And it's taken away from the actual incident or the injustice that was done to either one of them. Um, definitely two people that could learn the art of forgiveness, I think at this point. But me watching that before I would have been very triggered. Um, I'm not now. I, I look at it just like I said, I view them with compassion. I feel sorry for both of them for whatever they've gone through, but I feel sorry that it's gotten to this point. And now the whole world is just watching this horrible thing unfold and taking sides without knowing the true story. And I feel compassion for both of them, regardless of who's at fault, who did what. It's just a shame that it got to that part. So my worldview has changed now. That stuff, you know, I I look at it differently. I just, you know, what in their lives did they go through that they felt the need to behave that way towards each other? So sad, but it is, uh, I think I'm stronger, you know, for the forgiveness work that I have done. And like I said, it's easier for me to forgive others than it is myself. And I do recognize that. Um, As I said before, I had an abusive marriage and he was not a nice person at all. And when people ask me, you know, even to this day, you know, why don't you hope he just rots in hell or, you know, just, you know, have some unfortunate accident or something. I'm like, no, you know, I don't, I I don't care. I don't care at all about him. I don't spend any energy thinking about him. I don't see how his life's going. I don't stalk him on Facebook. I just, I don't care. I hope he finds peace. And I know a lot of people are like, he beat you. You know, he pulled a gun on you and shot you in your leg. How can you say that? 
because it's for because me. Because you didn't make those decisions. He made those decisions. Exactly. You don't have to go to the grave with it. He does. Exactly. And I cannot tell you the amazing difference it made in me once I got to that point. It just changed my life. I mean, yeah. completely changed my life. Yeah. Also, just, you know, sometimes where I'm like, well, at least it's not me. <laughs> We're just kind of self-centered or whatever, but like, I have to take care of me and I'm glad that me is not making some of those decisions that some of these wrongdoers are out there making. Oh yeah. I'm right there with you. I have no problem patting myself on the back. When I see somebody else screwing up and doing something, I'm like, yep. girl, that's not you. That's not you yep. anymore. You know, yep. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. And Thank you for sharing, 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 ha, sharing your deepening phase um, uh, perspective. That was the worksheet and I'm super happy with it. And I think the more I practice with this, the less I'll need the worksheet and then it will just become habit and part of my lifestyle where I just walk around forgiving everybody for everything because I'm just a forgiven mother you know, that's right. Stuff. In your forgiveness bubble. Yeah. Just, you know, floating just through the ground. Yeah. Like the fairy God forgiver. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I love that. I'm going to need a costume for that. <laughs> you are going to need a costume for that. Bippity boppity forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> forgiven. <laughs> so, yeah. um, just to recount really quickly, the three most important people to forgive First, forgive all of those that have harmed you. You cannot go forward while looking backwards. Until you forgive, you're always going to be looking behind you. Secondly, forgive the people who should have been there when you needed them most. The people who didn't do anything when they probably should have. Um, and that's kind of like, for me, that's the self-forgiveness. Um, I feel like I should have been, I worked a lot when my kids were little. I had to, I didn't have a choice. I was a single parent uh, for many years but I wasn't there for them sometimes when they needed me to be, or they went through things. And finally, the third most important person to forgive is yourself. And again, you can't force anybody to forgive. You can only ask that they are willing or at least entertain the process. I love it. I think it sounds great. And I hope that our listeners really benefited from this because you know, it's our life that we get these inspirations to talk about the podcast. And I had just been talking about a couple of weeks. I'm like, we need to talk about self-forgiveness because that's what I need to work on within myself. And I want to talk about it to everybody else. I need to forgive me for everything for, you know, maybe forgetting to pay a bill on time or forgetting to put gas in at this time. You know, I'm not going to hound myself over stuff anymore. I'm not. Why would I do that to myself? I've got so many things accomplished you know, and our listeners, you know, this is for you too. When I talk about myself, I'm talking about you too. You've got things accomplished and you have things that you need to accomplish. And, you know, your fuck bucks, how many fuck bucks are you going to give out? Like exactly. That's where I'm going. Like with forgiveness, like you wouldn't even really need to go through all these phases if you just didn't give no fuck bucks. And for those of you, our listeners who are wondering what fuck bucks are, there's a really great TED talk. Um, I will have to put it on the, a link to it on the Facebook group page. Uh, but basically it tells you that your time and your energy is currency, which we yep. know it is. And she calls them her fuck bucks. magic currency. Yep. I'm looking magic at it currency. magic currency because like my energy is like my magic. Yes. So <laughs> exactly right. So that's how I do my life too. Exactly like that. How many fuck bucks am I going to give to this? None, because it's not worth it because I only have so many. So yep. I'm going to use them to my advantage yep. and my benefit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I really hope, like you said, I hope our, our listeners and people on our, pod, our Facebook group, um, even if they're not at that point where they're ready to approach trying to do the forgiveness, at least maybe it's the seed. That seed yeah. is planted. Yep, that was my goal. That's At least it. get somebody thinking about how much relief you can feel relief when you forgive. No matter how bad you don't want to do it, it is greener on this side of the fence. Yeah. Every single time. 
every single time you forgive, it is greener and greener and greener. I promise. Forgiveness, it comes from a place of self-love. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Well, I think this is wonderful and what a great Mother's Day podcast. Just Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's always so great talking to you. <laughs> yes. I love talking to you too. Um, all right, great. So we're going to meet up about hmm, soon about another fun thing, maybe manifesting, I think should be our next one. Yeah. Let's keep our listeners guessing. Let's mix it up a little bit. We'll let oh, you guys know pretty guessing. soon. Check out our Facebook group. We'll give you some updates there. We always post stuff. We're going to be putting the worksheets on there um, under the file link on the Facebook group. Yep. And if you ever need anything, ever help, or just one event, feel free to message either of us on the group page. What are sunshine and shit? Absolutely. Love you, friends. Love you, friends. Thank you, blossoms. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating. Please keep those voice messages coming. We encourage listener participation. Always, we give thanks to our corporate sponsor, Jewel Health and Wellness. Be sure to check them out. You can find the link in the description. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and join our Facebook group to stay up on the latest news in between episodes. Until next time, be kind to yourself and make sure to get your daily dose of water, sunshine, and shit.